One assignment that they had to do, they had to analyze the effect that hip hop has had on race relations. Race lines were very, very, very like clear cut. You know, blacks hung out with blacks, whites hung out with whites. Um, but now I don't think that that's the case anymore. I see younger kids that just don't think about it that way. And I think a prime example is, you know, the use of the, the N-word. You know, it's no longer, it, it's, it's funny, like the, the word went from being a white person's word to then we took it back and it became our word and now it's just everybody's word. Like a really quick funny story last night when we oh went to this God. bar. Oh, <laughs> this is our first experience with Tallahassee. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> no, you should have because that was, that that was, was we have that something was to tell your class now. You, you, it we was 1.30, all the bars <laughs> closed at 2, we just walked across the street. We didn't have time to get in the yeah. car and to go to a nicer... And, and what happened, Mike? What yeah, happened when we walked across here's the street? What, here's, <laughs> we walked here's what happened then. So as we're walking up to the door showing our, our driver's license, there's a, um, a Caucasian woman inside and she's dancing to her favorite song and she jumps up and she says, this is what I'm talking about for all my niggas. And I was, I said to B, I said, I said, you hear what she said? I said, look, I said, don't tell Ken. What'd she say? What'd she say? Nothing, nothing. I I, I, I all while dancing she, she was so around the black people. Yeah, all while dancing. Yeah. And, and they jumped up and they said, yeah. And I was yeah. like, and, and in the back of my all mind, us. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> for a hot second, I was like, what did she say? But I'm like, oh, you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't mean that anymore. You know, I can't help but still be a little bothered by a white person saying it that comfortably. But at the same time, I can't but get she was mad singing. about it because she did. She wasn't was singing any words. No, it was a lyric. It was a lyric. It was a lyric. It was a lyric. I didn't hear. As soon as we walked in, it was a lyric to us. Yeah. Look, when she said that, all other noise blacked out. All I heard, all I heard was all my niggas. I didn't even hear music playing at that point. You know what I mean? Like it was slow motion. Oh my nigga. Like, oh my. Like, um, my question is. How do you all look at rappers um, and their authenticity? Like we were talking about, like how like Rick Ross was correctional officer and things like that. Like you know, you like him, but does that affect your opinion on their lyrics, where they come from, and what they rap about? Like how if like let's say you like what they're like you like the actual lyrics, but when you think about who's saying them, does that affect like your ratings of albums and how you all lead your discussions? I gotta say yeah, because even when we did the Rick Ross review, I I, I say it all the time. Like I think he's the biggest fan. Like he, come on, you, you were a correctional officer. You've never moved all of that type of weight. You took the identity of the real Rick Ross and made it into a character, into a rapper. But, um, but I, it, it does for me. Um, again, I, I like Rick Ross rapping, but when you have somebody like T.I. rapping about the trap and all this, he, did, he lived that life, you know? So him saying it and Rick Ross saying it, I, 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 put, the, I put more weight into what T.I. says. In terms of that, what about if T.I. still rapping about it now, knowing that he's not, he's at another level? Mm. I I th I think that he can still do it because he did do it. You know, because when, you know, we talked about it on Trouble Man. Like mm. he's not rapping like I'm still doing that. He's rapping as if I've done that, and that is who I. That's still part of who I am, even though I don't have to do that to make my money now. Hip hop had a certain level of authenticity 
um, around it when it when it started out and when that story broke about Rick Ross, you just knew immediately that he was done. Mm -hmm. And it did not happen. So at that point, Rick Ross was given a pass for whatever reasons, and it permitted many other rappers to come in and do the same thing. So it kind of sort of impacted the culture in a certain way, whereas when you're hearing certain things, you don't know whether or not this person is being sincere or not. It, it, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. I think that you know, with, with rappers like Rick Ross, um, if he had not presented it to be true, if he would not presented his raps to be about himself, I think that it would have been fine. You know, if you're hanging around a group of dope dealers and you're telling their story, I don't think anything's wrong with that because a lot of people should hear this story about what these guys do in their spare time. I guess that's still dry snitching, kind of, sort of, right? But, um, <laughs> either way, if he, had, if he had not presented it as, oh, I did this, then I wouldn't have had any issue. But the fact that he flat out lied, and then when he got called out for being a corrections officer, he said, no, I didn't do that, he's lying. Like, how does mm -hmm. this guy still have a career? Some of the rappers today aren't authentic, but they're still rapping about, you know, killing this guy, killing that guy, even though you know, they probably didn't live that life. How does that influence, you know, crime in general? I mean, crime's gonna happen, but you know, recently black on black crime has kind of been brought to the forefront. Corporate got a lot to do. Yeah, corporate. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna push they're gonna push what the kids like, and I mean, Chief Keep is a prime example of, of that. You see what what the money pushing back behind yeah, Chief Keep, and you got you got other positive rappers out there that's pushing positive messages, but it's not being pushed by the by the money. But I think I think a lot of artists are just products of their environment, like a Chief Keith, right? I, I I was born in Chicago, I spent a lot of time there, and I can tell you, you know, if you wear the wrong color down the wrong block, you're gonna get jumped, you're gonna get beat up, and you're probably gonna die, cause that's how serious they take it out there. So when I listen to Chief Keith, he is a product of his environment because. Sh Chi Town is considered Chirac and it really is like that. It's really hood, ghetto, gangster, everything. But at the same time, like B said, you know, that balance in hip hop isn't there. You know, we're not hearing a lot of um, positive messages on the radio. We're hearing Love Sosa. We're hearing, you know, Move Weight and, and, and all this other stuff. So. I kind of agree with B, man. It's a, little, it's a little bit corporate. It's a little bit of that money behind them. I think corporate, yeah, blame it on corporate. I know, B. Blame it on corporate. Uh, Not I, I, solely. I, no, I know, yeah. I know. But they, they play a role, though. They, they do play, they a, play role, a role, but the whole thing is they can only do it to you. They can only do to you what you allow them to do. Mm -hmm. So if these rappers <clears> decided as a community that we're not going to make this type of music, corporate would have no choice but to push the positive messages. And you can say it's a product of your environment. I, I totally agree. But that does not mean that Chief Keith has to make the kind of music he makes. But he's a young kid. And but I, look at look at Elzai. Elzai is from Detroit. Detroit yeah. He doesn't rap about that stuff. You don't have to do that. You can feel, you can write whatever you want to write. But and, and and saying that well corporate's putting the money behind you, they put the money behind you if you guys would stand up and say, we don't want to hear this no more. We want to hear I don't want to say KRS, but I can't think of anybody. We want to hear Big Crit on the radio. We call the radio stations on a regular basis and say, play Big Crit. We don't want to hear any more Chief Keith. I'm sick of my nephews dying. I'm sick of my, my best friends dying. I would rather hear 
big crit. Talk but I, about but I'm saying though, Mike, right? like, think, think, think about like. <laughs> I don't want my kids calling other like dudes chicks either. <laughs> but 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 think about like Wu Tang, right? Wu Tang isn't all about crack dealing, and you know if you steal from me, I'm gonna kill you. This down the third, and they're heralded as one of the most prolific hip hop groups of all time, right? Mm -hmm. But they had a balance inside of their music, and did they have to change what they did? You know, like, 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 they still promoted violence. They still promoted drug use and drug selling, just like these guys are now. So what's the difference? The difference is, at that era, it wasn't as rampant as it is now. So what do you mean it wasn't? It, it was more rampant. Like, like, like that, that was like the cocaine era. People was, was not, moving. No, listen. Like, when they were, when they were around, just like you said, mm -hmm. there was more balance. Mm -hmm. So when you turn the radio on, you heard Wu-Tang. Okay, but you also you heard all kinds of other things. So what I mean by it's not as rampant now, yeah. You don't, the only change is Drake. You're right, the only difference is Drake. Drake's that one sole guy that's just saying, no guys, that's not fight. <laughs> Everybody else is like, no, nah, we gotta be hard, we gotta kill people, you know? But, but he wants to be hard too. There is a certain level of responsibility that does fall on the artist, simply because if, if you kind of look at back when, when what uh, Mike was talking about and, and, and FIFO, there was that balance back then. But what happened was that and I guess maybe a little bit of B. A lot of the rappers started to see that the type of content that was earning the most money was the violent content. So more and more rappers started to create songs of that nature because they were just waiting for themselves to pop. And at some point, some of them did. And then you had the ringtone rap era and all this other stuff that, that came through that lasted as a trend for the moment because that was what was in and that's, what, that's how they were able to get money. And what we lost during that transition was we lost the other side of rap because, in all honesty, there was no money in it for them. And you're in this to make money, at least most rappers that jump in the game now, because there's so many, they're in it to make money and make a career out of it. They're not in it for the art and the love of the culture. But you know what, I, I, I think that the artists, I, I, don't, I don't think that they should be held responsible. Honestly, I think it is on the parents, because the, as a parent, you're an adult, or at least you should be if you are a parent. And it's your job to listen or to decide what your children should or shouldn't listen to. It, as an artist, and, and I agree, they, they do it primarily for the money, but as an artist, I'm going to do whatever I want to do because I do have that right. And as a teenager? As a, but you know what, if you, if you set the foundation with your children right when they become teenagers and they become young adults and they become more mature adults, that, that's already been laid. You know what I'm saying? You can distinguish what is entertainment and what is real life and what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Which is not allow your kids to listen to that type of but music. Not, Isn't that what you said? No, that's not what I said. What did you say? What, what I said, listen to whatever we're listening to. But it is our job to explain to our kids what it is that you're listening to. And that is the parent's responsibility. That is not on the artist. The artist can do and say whatever the hell they want to say because of freedom of speech and because they have to make money to survive, right? It is our job as parents and as adults to teach them, hey, this is what entertainment is, this is what you should do, this is what you shouldn't do. It's just music at the end of the day. It's not, it's not life. That's, that may be their life. That's not your life. You know, Can't before, you, were, you, were, you would say your mom did a fairly good job. Oh, she did correct? a damn good job. Yeah. Did you get in trouble, though? You damn right I got in trouble. <laughs> when, I did, when, 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 I, when, some, when I did something that was against the grain of what she taught me or what she didn't think was right, she let me know. Whether it was forcefully, verbally, however it needed to be done, based on how egregious my actions were, 
She had to do what she had to do. But I. But you still were. You still was subject to the parody, though. Of course. And what's right and wrong. Of course. Yeah, you still made the choice to go do wrong based on some of the people you listen to or maybe some of the other outside influences that came into or your life. Or maybe it was just me because I but wanted to go against the grain. Yeah, you know same thing, though. That goes totally against what you said. But you said if you had good parenting, then the kid is not going to do that. No, 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 no. I'm saying eventually you're going to turn out fine. But, but, you're, but you're going to, you're, look, at the end of the day, we're all human beings with our own brains and our own ideologies and we're going to do whatever we want to do. But there has to be a, but there has to be a morality foundation somewhere. That's all I'm saying. But what he's saying, and what, I don't want to speak for you, but what I think he's saying is the foundation doesn't always matter. Kids spend more time listening to music than they do listening to their own parents. Like when we were, when Sherman Helmsley died, why did we all get upset? Because we grew up on the Jeffersons, that we looked at him almost like he was our dad. When Bill Cosby dies, I'm done for like a week. You can't talk to me. <laughs> Bill Cosby was my dad when I was growing up. You know, if Bill, so so so. We spend more time with these with these actors and these musicians, these, these entertainers, yeah. more than we do our parents. So yeah, your parent can put as many great ideas in your head as they want, but at the end of the day, it's up to the kid. You know, you can't always just say, "Well, if you were a good parent, no, then no. the kid would have turned." But see, God. see, I, 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 I think you're I think you're taking what I'm saying to one extreme. Right. I'm not saying just because you have a good foundation that you're never going to do anything wrong. Of course, you are. We're human. You have to make mistakes because that's called experience. It's the only way you're going to learn. Your parents could tell. My mom and my dad have told me millions of things that I've gone against. But guess what? I had to experience that for myself. So I'm not saying because. If you're a good parent, that they're not going to do it. You, they're still going to make mistakes. They're still going to be influenced by other things. But I accredit a lot of my successes to my parents because now I can go back and be like, you know what? I made that mistake. She told me not to do it. This time I'm older. I'm more mature. I'm not going to do that. So that's all I'm saying. You did it despite what you were being told. So at least you were armed with knowledge. Exactly. Right. And I think there's a difference between just, you know, the quote unquote good parent and then someone who's an effective parent. You know, because I mean, a good parent, oftentimes we say, OK, good means strict, but that's not always the case. You've got the person, no alcohol. Alcohol is bad. It's of the devil. That person becomes alcoholic. So maybe that wasn't effective parent. Thank you.